Welcome back, everyone, to Kenneth's Corner. We have a famous podcaster with us oh, so today. Famous. <laughs> this, so famous. This is Bridger Esplin, and your podcast is called... It's called This Is Science... Dot, 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 sort of. Sort of. It's pretty accurate from what I've heard. I've, like, binge-listened to his podcast in preparation for this. And we're going to talk about dating again, which has been the pattern on this podcast. We've had a lot of different episodes, but... Today we're going to talk about dating theories that Bridger has come up with. Yeah, and so <laughs> I mean, basically, this is my this is my vulnerability. Okay. Is, okay. I was, this is my vulnerable moment is that I'm basically just a super nerd and I just overthink everything. <laughs> uh, and yeah. so, basically, how it all came about was I always, when I was in high school would just like want to know like why people liked each other. And so I started okay. coming up with theories because oh. like, I'm just super over analytical. So I came up with two theories, uh, the blank space theory and the list theory. The list theory is how guys decide what girl to like. The blank space theory is how girls decide what guys to like. Okay, okay. And from what I've heard, Bridger has unlocked the female brain better than any female has unlocked <laughs> her own brain. So that's why I was so excited to have Bridger on the podcast today. So a question that I got from someone is how to go from friends to more than friends. So in the context of these theories, we're going to kind of learn about how guys like girls and how girls like guys. So tell us about the list theory. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So basically, this one's the one I know way better because yeah, I am a dude. The guy. So it's yeah. like, I'm, so maybe I'm I'll talk about confident. the the blank space theory. But. Yeah, I mean, maybe you understand it better <laughs> me because I start like when I start getting into the blank space theory, it kind of goes over my head. Yeah. Because girls are just confusing. But that's true. We confuse ourselves. The list theory is pretty straightforward. It's essentially just like guys basically like a lot of girls at one time, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of shallow. It's not, but that's just how it works. It's like so. surface level liking, right? Yeah, it's like you know, surface level. It's not like they're in like, love with yeah, like no. every girl they meet. But not, yeah. They're definitely not in love. And so it's basically just like, you know, for, I guess, an easier way to explain it, we'll say a guy likes five different girls, essentially. He has kind of like his base criteria. Mm-hmm. If you meet the criteria, then you're on the list. And if girl number one's showing no interest, then she's likely to go down because it's like chronological. Yeah. So one through five one he likes the most five he likes the least of the five mm-hmm. but if number three like starts showing interest eventually he'll get to know her better and eventually as he gets to know her better he'll realize that he likes her better than one and two okay. and then they'll start dating so and that's she, kind of she moves up and then they start dating yeah okay. it's basically it in a nutshell i explain okay. it a little bit more on my on my show but that's yeah. basically like for purpose of conversation probably all that we really need to know so i feel like that covers it pretty well definitely go listen to his podcast to learn more about the list theory but you said that depending on the guy's criteria, certain girls will end up on the list. So what does that look like? What kind of criteria could guys have to put girls on a list? So I would say pretty much for every guy, it's it's all like physical criteria. And so that doesn't yeah. mean just like physical attraction, although mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah. And that's huge for both like guys and girls, but mm-hmm. I think it's especially big for dudes. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but it's things you see. So, like, if you want someone who's nice or, like, service-oriented, mm-hmm. you can see that. Like, you can yeah. see this girl is, like, kind to other people. And so it's, like, all very, like, physical, very, like, concrete things. Mm-hmm. Each guy's a little bit different. But in the end, most of them are, like, kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Like, guys want a girl who's going to be kind and, like, a caretaker type person. And yeah. is beautiful and, and all these different things. Yeah. Um, and so it's different for each guy. But honestly, like, one guy to another, it's not 
that too different. big of a difference. There yeah. might be the, maybe an athletic guy would want an athletic girl kind of differences, or a musical guy might want a musical girl. Oh, I definitely think so. I think yeah. for sure the type of person the guy is, they want a girl that can like share. That's pretty share similar interests. to them. Yeah. I've been noticing that more and more as I've been dating. I'm like, I feel like this guy's looking for a female version of himself, you know? It's the narcissism. <laughs> it's just, it's, just okay. the, it's the inherent narcissism <laughs> in every in every man. So. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry that I can't be just like you. <laughs> I'm my own person. But I'm you my know, own person. <laughs> okay, okay. The list theory. That seems really accurate for one of what I've experienced so far. I'm not a man, so I don't know exactly. So let's talk about blank space theory. Okay. So blank space theory... It's a little harder to explain, so hopefully I can do a good job of it in just a little bit. I don't want to take up the whole rest of the podcast talking <laughs> oh, about it. Oh, you can. That's but um, essentially, like, girls, they also have base criteria. Mm-hmm. So obviously, things that you see, that's going to be important no matter who you are. And obviously, girls want to date someone that they're attracted to because nobody wants to date someone that's ugly. Like, that's it's definitely just true. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sometimes I see couples, though, and I'm like, wow, he really struck out. Or, like, the other way around, I'm like, wow. They are on very different physical levels, but it works out, I guess. But for it's the most true. part, it's true. I think it, yeah. And I would say it happens more often where a girl is with a guy who she's way out of his league yeah, than the wait, other way around. Why is that? We should talk and about so, that And really so that's going to happen for sure. And it's something I talk about on my podcast too, but we can definitely talk okay, about okay. it today. But okay. the blank space theory essentially explains it all. Okay. So basically when a girl is looking for someone, they want like the magic of it all, right? Like they want something more mm-hmm. than just the physical. So like those yes. things are great. Like probably most girls kind of want the same things that guys want. They want someone who's attractive, someone mm-hmm. who's kind. And like no one wants to date a jerk for the most part. For True. the most part. Sometimes you end up with one, but you never want to, right? But essentially like how I've talked to a lot of people about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically how it's been explained to me by a girl. So it's, this is this like is expert opinion. Expert. Speaking for all women, because <laughs> yeah. everybody's the same, right. for sure. But um, basically, the way that she explained it to me after I kind of explained the theory is that there's like a puzzle piece, and you're looking for a guy who like fits the puzzle piece, mm-hmm. but girls aren't necessarily sure like what it is that they want. Yeah. And so, for example, like there might be a girl that really like she just has this space where she just needs someone that she can be like the caretaker for. Mm-hmm. Or she might be someone who doesn't necessarily have a lot of stability in her life. So she wants someone who's really, really confident. Mm-hmm. Even if the person has no, like nothing to be confident about, if they're just really, really arrogant, mm-hmm. that's the person because it feels like the hole in their life and they just feel like that person completes them. And so the puzzle could be different for everybody. I'm not saying every girl wants to date some really confident person or anything like that, but each girl has a different like little niche that she's looking for and to fit that puzzle to fit piece. That puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it goes much deeper than just like attraction, things like that. And the girl herself cannot explain <laughs> what it is. Like she couldn't put it into words. She, she knows it when she sees it. Yep. But, and, and so I do agree at <laughs> yes. least so far. Yeah. What's so funny is I've been so frustrated with dating lately and I've been like, what's wrong with me? But as you explain things, I'm like, oh, every girl, not every, in general, girls are all pretty much going through the same thing. They're, they're trying to find a guy that fits this puzzle piece. So, yeah, I think it's really accurate. And I think it's it's just so frustrating, too, because girls look at guys and think, 
like they think like me and so yeah. why are they doing this <laughs> yeah. and guys look at girls and they think they think like me and yeah. then we get really annoyed with each other yeah. and we're like oh girls are stupid or girls say oh guys are stupid but but really really we just, we're just think differently exactly and it's okay it's okay <laughs> yeah. to think differently and it's okay to really be frustrated like about that we just need to communicate more mm-hmm. like how we're feeling and just yeah. be more honest with people Definitely. um but essentially like the way that it gets filled is the girl once she kind of has found a guy that sort of fits the puzzle piece and she's like okay that that looks like someone she wants to make sure that she's right she wants mm-hmm. to know for sure mm-hmm. that this is the right person she's not making a mistake because she only likes one person at a time and there's a time yeah there's there's a time when girls don't like anybody which is weird <laughs> to me because like guys always like somebody yeah but there are times where the girl has a blank space where like there's nowhere mm-hmm. to fill it and full disclaimer i didn't know how to name this theory until i w- listened to the taylor swift song blank space and i was yeah. like thinking about it and it like came to mind and i don't really like taylor swift mm-hmm. that much but, but that song just really made it all click. it was it was an inspiration <laughs> but um we'll have taylor swift on here next week oh <laughs> yes <laughs> Big, that's a big time. That's yeah, a big time podcast. I'm not quite there yet. Someday. Someday. You'll have to ask her what she thinks of, of, my, <laughs> of, of my theory when you go big time. But, okay. Um, but essentially, once they're trying to fill that blank, they want to know that they're making the right choice. And so they go through the phenomenon of, of playing games. Yeah. The test. The test. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so every girl does a little different, but it's essentially just this, this thing they do to make sure that the guy is like committed but not too committed yeah like they're trying to test it why out. do this yeah you're right though but like the guy has to fit this perfect first he has to fit the perfect puzzle piece yeah like he just has to happen to be the perfect person for this girl mm-hmm. and then after that he has to once she starts playing games he has to show the perfect amount of interest so he's not too interested mm-hmm. and she's not like scared away but she's not, but also he needs to be interested enough that she's not just like, oh, we're just friends. Yeah. And if that somehow happens, then she'll talk to all of her girlfriends about this guy. <laughs> yeah. And see what they think. Make sure that she's not like making any rash decisions. Mm-hmm. And then finally he will fill the blank space yes. and ultimately they'll start dating. And so that's kind of both of the, the it theories. It takes a lot just. longer for the girl to mm-hmm. decide. The guy's like, yeah, boop, she's on my list. But the girl's like, mm, here's my blank space. I don't know if you fit in yet until I do this series of tests to figure out if you're good enough, which stinks. That's hard for the guys. Well, it's, it is tough, but the cool thing about it too is girls are like way more committed at the start when it actually happens. Cause guys like basically when they actually start dating. Yeah. When yeah. they actually start dating. Yeah. Cause yeah. guys, which is maybe something girls could be scared about, but it makes sense if you, if you think about it, like, there needs to be kind of someone who's willing to start things. That's mm-hmm. kind of the guy. The guy has they start it. this commitment without any necessarily like. Not a hu- deep one. Huge emotional commitment. Yeah. yeah. But the girl keeps it going and mm-hmm. is like the anchor. And then eventually the guy meets mm-hmm. the girl. And so if you've talked to any guy who's been in a relationship for a long time, um, generally you'll know that like the guy is, is generally the one that like had to convince the girl to like him. Mm-hmm. But eventually <laughs> there comes a point where the guy has to be like, oh shoot, like this girl, like is really into me. Yeah. And then he has to decide if he's going to match the level or not. And so that's why I think a lot of relationships like die out after a couple months Mm -hmm. is because the girl's decided finally like she's committed and then the guy realizes how committed she is and then he has to gauge whether that's something that he's interested in, you know? So I feel like the guys kind of start the process, but when you're in a relationship, I feel like it's the girl that pushes marriage, would you say? Because they do have that deeper 
commitment I sooner. agree yeah I definitely agree and they're like hey are we gonna like seal the deal and then the guy has to decide like you said like oh do I want to marry this girl yeah and I definitely agree I think that there's that's really what I think each group brings to the table mm-hmm. like guys bring opportunity mm-hmm. girls bring commitment and if yeah. it was like if you think about it if guys and girls both just had the list mm-hmm. then like no one would ever actually stay together yeah because everybody would just be matching up all the time <laughs> yeah and if it was the blank there'd space there'd be no deeper commitment from yeah because it's like eh, i don't like you anymore i'll move to the next person on my list exactly it was both yeah and if it's the blank space then essentially like they would just have to match up perfectly yeah and i'm <laughs> i'm sure it would happen but it would just be like, it would take forever. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. The blank space is so accurate with, because I'm a female. I never realized that that was how it worked, but you kind of talk about on your podcast too, that if the breakup happens, that guy is still in the blank space, most likely, at least a little bit, right? His name Mm -hmm. is still like written in there. You said you compared it to like Sharpie, right? Sharpie Mm -hmm. on a dry erase board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. but his name's still there, even though the breakup happened. And so she might need some time to heal. The girls say that a lot. Like, I just need time to heal. Pretty much they're saying there's still someone in my blank space. And I need to get rid of his name, but it's going to take some time. So, how, like, what advice would you give guys when they're trying to go from friends to more? But a girl still has a name in there that's it's fading, but it's still there. Honestly, I think I think you got to be patient because mm-hmm. one thing that I've found in my, you know, vast experience because I've right. just had so many. But <laughs> but no, something that I've really seen is that girls tend to have more rebounds than guys. Yeah. Cuz guys, it's kind of the it's the different thing. Like guys will just go immediately to having a list again mm-hmm. as soon as they break up with a girl. Even if she broke up with them, she might be the number one person mm-hmm. on the list and it might take them a minute mm-hmm. to like get over her. But if, like, number two starts showing interest right after he broke up, like, he could still date her, and it might not be a rebound. It definitely mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. But, but if he gives it time, like, it'll be faster generally. And so mm-hmm. my advice is if a girl has just broken up with a guy or vice versa, odds are you are no, you don't really have that good of a chance. Like, you should just yeah, wait. just wait. Bide your time. Don't, don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say, like, to push it further just because odds are – if you do get in a relationship with her, it's like a pity thing where she's like trying to get out and get like mm-hmm. more confident. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like it's not really fair to the girl. Like you got to understand the emotional state that she's in and like look at it from her perspective and give her enough time to like actually like you for who you are. Cause mm-hmm. you don't want to be just the rebound, like yeah. win the right way. Yeah. Don't cheat. That's basically yes. what I don't know. I think it's cheating. Yeah. And you lose in the, in the end cause cheaters never prosper. So true. What's funny is, in general, women don't understand their own brain. <laughs> and um, with the blank space, because I I was in a relationship for, like, three years with mm-hmm. someone. So he was, like, etched into that dry oh, race yeah. board, you know? Because <laughs> that was, like, deep commitment for me mm-hmm. and for him. Like, he was at that point, too. But then it just didn't work out. And I tried to fill that blank space again, I guess. And... Maybe it was more of a rebound and I didn't realize it, but I tried to like write someone else's name over his in my blank space and then it just didn't work. I'm like, okay, anytime something would go wrong or we'd have a disagreement or I didn't like something he did, I'd be like, well, you know, so-and-so would never do that because his name was Mm -hmm. still there, you know? 
So I agree. I think you should definitely give girls some time. And girls, give yourself some time to get rid of the name in the blank space. But I feel like, I don't know what your opinion is. Some people really hate the friend zone. But if that is the stage the girl is in where she's trying to get rid of a name in her blank space, the friend zone is not the worst place to be. Because as soon as she's ready, you've been there, you've been her friend, you've respected her boundary. And then she might consider you later. What do you think? So I agree to a, to a to, point. Okay. So I was hoping you would have a little disagreement. <laughs> there's, if you go to, if you go to my podcast, I have a little more extensive conversation. It's the, it's the um, interview I have with Kennedy. Okay. Um, and so definitely check that one out. But what I would say is that there are two friend zones for every girl. Ooh, Okay. Because at least the way I've talked, and, and, and you can confirm or deny this, because yeah. I'm, I'm learning for sure. But <laughs> basically, you see this guy, and you make, like, snap judge, judgments, just like everybody does. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that you take and put into, like, the I don't know zone, like, maybe he's a friend, mm-hmm. maybe he's not. Mm-hmm. There's some people you immediately are like, okay, this person will always be a friend forever, <laughs> no, matter, no matter what they there's do. There's no moving from the friend zone. This person is, is the, like, no matter what, like, the the endless friend zone. Mm-hmm. It's like the popularized one mm-hmm. in media and like the one that we're always like dreading getting yes. ourselves into. That's the one. Yeah. You don't want to be. That's the one. And then the other thing, the other one is, is essentially like they're a friend, but they're a potential like okay, romantic person. Mm-hmm. And so as long as you don't get in the, the one that's like super extreme, never yeah. going to date, you're good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's a ton you can do to put yourself into that zone. Mm-hmm. Other than just not essentially, like, acting at some point. Like, a girl wants to see that you're actually interested. Yeah. Um, and so if you never ask her out, then you can eventually put yourself into that zone. Mm-hmm. But usually, if the girl just thinks, oh, he just wants to be friends, that's different than I just want to be friends. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the difference. Is when the girl says, I just want to be friends, then yeah. you're, you're never getting out. Yeah. Yeah. But if okay. the girl, like, and, and maybe you disagree, I don't know. No, that that's pretty accurate. I think the two different friend zones is very accurate. Because maybe I have said, like, oh, I just want to be friends. But it was because someone was in my blank space at the moment. But really, they were in the potential friend zone, like you were mm-hmm. saying, right? So, yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> I will say, too, just going for the opposite direction, mm-hmm. guys don't have a friend zone. Really? Not, not really. Because it's I just say, a list. So yes, yeah, every girl on the list, but they could be on like number one hundred. <laughs> I mean, essentially, like <laughs> they're like if there's no other women in the whole world, like everyone dies, they'd still probably try to pursue the one, right? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, guys <laughs> can have not. guys can definitely have friends, but not best friends that are girls. Like if it's a best friend girl, mm-hmm. if you're like in the group with the friend, mm-hmm. and you're not like dating his his buddy yeah. or something yeah yeah and even sometimes when you are dating his buddy if we're gonna be honest then like <laughs> you're probably you're on the list like, yeah for sure if he's initiating if you're friends things, with the guy you're on the list is that what you're saying if, if you're like best friends with best, him, friends. best friends with okay. so like if you're doing everything with him if he invites you to do things if he wants to like be alone with you and mm-hmm. you're definitely on the list hmm. there's just no like it's it's just really opportunity cost yeah like, we have too many people to meet. A guy is not going to spend time with a girl that he isn't at least sort of into. Yeah. Unless if it's, like, a group setting and, like, he didn't necessarily invite everybody. But if he's instigating things and he is, like, trying to be alone with you mm-hmm. and trying to do things with you all the time, then he likes you. 
You're on the list somewhere. You might not be number one. Okay, but you're there. But you're there. So if she showed any more interest, is that like an automatic move up the list if the girl shows more interest? I think for most guys it is. Um, I think reciprocation is, like honestly, reciprocation is just an attractive quality because we all want to be, you know, loved back basically, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's enough though because I think the more reciprocation you show, the more odds you have of moving up. But But it could be too much. Right. Yeah, it could definitely it could be, be too like, much. Whoa, you're yes. going down. <laughs> there's definitely there's definitely a point where it becomes too much, yeah. where it becomes a little too forward for most guys. I also think that you do have to like you have to essentially confirm his priors. Like you have to meet the expectations that he has. Yeah. Because if he finds out like, oh shoot, this girl is like nothing like I thought. I thought. Yeah. Then you'll drop out, you know. Yeah. But I think for the majority, essentially like the best thing a girl can do if she wants to date a guy mm-hmm. is to just reciprocate that she likes him mm-hmm. and then essentially like just continue to to be with him and eventually yeah. he'll ask her out like that's mm-hmm. honestly usually how it works okay how can you tell when a guy likes you is it pretty easy oh it's so easy <laughs> i think because Girls, okay, you you talked about how girls get with their friends and they mm-hmm. talk about, of course, we always talk about dating and the potentials that are on our, we kind of have a list, but it's not the same for sure. And it's usually just like one or two. It's like, hmm, I'm kind of going for this guy, but I can't tell if he likes me. We always say that. How can you tell? Okay, if you're asking that question, he likes you. <laughs> like 90% of the time, 99% of the time, I would say that's true. Because he's shown some kind of interest. If, you, if right? you're if you asking the question, does he like me, he's mm-hmm. shown enough interest that he likes you. But what about when they're like back and forth? Is that a, just a red flag? Like they seem like they like you sometimes, but then sometimes they don't. And you're like a homie all of a sudden. Mm. I think... Not coming from personal experience. Oh, never. <laughs> never. Never. Never a homie. <laughs> Just maybe, maybe like give an example of what you mean. Like, what are the actions that are taken? Ooh, this is pretty recently, so I don't know if I'm going to share it exactly. Um, went on a date okay. with someone, and I thought it went super well. Like, definitely, like, it was a double date. The other couple was like, there are some good signs happening mm-hmm. here. Like, it really seems like he likes you. And then we've hung out a few other times, and it wasn't the same vibe I guess there was less you know like when you're on the date and it's going well the guy will sit closer there's those Mm -hmm. signs right the physical signs I guess Um, or they're more intently listening to you asking you questions but then that stuff went away okay and how recent was this date like was this recent recent (laughs) like last week (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah he's not watching (laughs) here's the thing he's into you like honestly almost guaranteed I would say okay you might not, I'm not saying you're number one necessarily. I would sure. say if they ask you out on a date, they're definitely into you because mm-hmm. guys just really don't waste time with girls that they're not into. Okay. If it's a group date, that is my one caution because sometimes oh. group dates, especially if it's bigger groups, mm-hmm. I'd say double dates, it's less likely, but big, mm-hmm. big groups, it could just be like a for fun thing. Like yeah. my buddy was trying to get with this other girl, so I asked out a girl for fun. Uh-huh. But I would say like 90% of the time, if it's a date, and if it's a, if it's a one-on-one date, mm-hmm. it's 100%. Like, he the guy it. will not ask you yeah. out just he to be nice. He might stop usually. asking you out, though. So that's what oh, you definitely. have to see is you're on the list if he asks you out then. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate to say? Yeah. But if he stops putting forth that effort, I think that's when a lot of girls make the mistake. And me, for sure. I can be a chaser sometimes. 
So I'm like, oh, yeah, I really like this guy. Mm. And he liked me. I was on the list. But then maybe there's some other girls on the list that moved up or he's like, eh, I, I don't think we're very compatible. But I try to reach out and, like, show that I'm interested. And I think it just probably puts me lower on the list. <laughs> well, I think, too, part of it is just that the guy honestly isn't sure if you're interested, too. Yeah. Because I think lots okay, of times... girls hard to read. Girls are so hard to read. It's ridiculous. Why? It's so ridiculous. So we like, are so hard to read. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just the way the girls are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so for example, my um, my current girlfriend right now, mm-hmm. I, me and her had like known each other for a couple months. Mm-hmm. We'd been flirting a whole bunch mm-hmm. and like going back and forth. And I was trying to decide if she liked me. And essentially like I was going to, we'd only hung out for a couple months um, and we just kind of were in the same friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, but I decided I liked her, decided yeah. I want to go out with her. And I was going to ask her out. And then that night I like hung out with her and one of her friends and she like let, she had been like giving me all these signs. And then she like let the other girl like sit in the shotgun uh. instead of when she sat in the back <laughs> that's such and we were like classic. just having like yeah. a conversation and like, that's a small thing. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't freaking out, but I was kind of like, like, wait, I was like, is her friend into me? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know, because they're like yeah. best friends. And if you're mm-hmm. best friends and you know, like. Then you help each other out. Yeah. yeah. And then the best friend's going to be. So I was like, oh, shoot. Like, maybe this girl's into me mm-hmm. instead of my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, guys just, at least for me, and I I don't know, maybe I'm more over analytical. I probably am. But, mm-hmm. like, I think guys take even the smallest things like, oh, she's not interested. Okay. And then they automatically are like, yeah, I'm going to not put as much effort in. Yeah. Or does it depend on the guy? Probably. I think for most guys, as soon as you show like no interest Mm -hmm. or as soon as they think that you're not showing interest, they're kind of just over it. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to have this weird situation where Where it's awkward awkward, and and, like, I have all these other girls on the list. Mm -hmm. Like maybe one of them is going to be more down than this Mm -hmm. girl. And again, I think there is like a, a, a line of like, you can show too much interest yeah. for sure and freak yeah. him out. But in my opinion, girls really have all the power. <laughs> like these theories, the only thing they prove is that like, we're doing things the wrong way mm-hmm. because girls always make the first move. Mm-hmm. Like 100% of the time, girls make the first move. It's just not the move you're thinking it is. Okay. Give an example. So for example, I'll just ask you a question. Okay. If, so if a guy comes up and he like you've never met this guy mm-hmm. and he touches you mm-hmm. like just anywhere like on the shoulder wherever you've never met him that's gonna make you feel uncomfortable yeah right? yeah like, like i can whoa. i can see you tensing up <laughs> right but if unless if he's super hot because there is hot privilege if he's like a nine out of ten or like a <laughs> 9.9 9, like you'll probably yeah. be like oh oh that's fine yeah. that's fine mm-hmm. touch touch me on the shoulder all you want mm-hmm. but but if you like touch the guy you're giving the permission to, for him to touch you okay so like that's why girls when they're flirting they'll like hit your shoulder mm-hmm. or like knock into you or yeah. whatever else uh-huh. they're giving you permission like saying like i want you to to touch me and it's yeah. subconscious it's yes. not like actually saying that but like mm-hmm. then if that guy touches you on the shoulder you're not going to feel like it's weird because you gave the signal like yeah because you okay. gave permission mm-hmm. essentially permission. and and like that is just gonna that's a guy's not going to do anything till, till he's given permission. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So like if, if a girl has never like touched your shoulder or anything, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to try to hold her hand. Right. So if you go on the date and you're having a (laughs) good time. Or maybe you do and then it's just not going to work out for you. Well, yeah, that's the thing. A lot of guys will, but (laughs) like 
that's when you re- that's when they realize they don't have like the social cues mm-hmm. and the girl doesn't like him. Yep. Because yeah. I guarantee you've never like held hands or kissed a guy. For and maybe that's happened, but like you've never like let them do it again. Yeah. If you haven't like given the... given like some of the playful like mm-hmm. bumps and no, taps and things like that. That is accurate for sure. And so that's the that's really like a big thing. So mm-hmm. the first move is always the from girl. The girl. Mm-hmm. First move is always from the girl. But like the first like move. real move yeah. is generally from the guy. And let honestly, just let the guy have it. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm one hundred percent not against like the girl holding hands mm-hmm. first or kissing first. Mm-hmm. But just let the guy have it. I've heard that from multiple guys. They're like you can, but then we feel bad because it was, like, our job, right? Do you feel yeah, that way? Yeah, and I think, like, the guy's bringing the opportunity. Mm-hmm. At that point, he's brought the opportunity. Let him finish the job. <laughs> yeah, he'll feel more accomplished that way. <laughs> like, you can know you're in charge the mm-hmm. whole time because you are as the girl. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, why why is it generally applicable for men to ask the woman to marry him? Mm-hmm. It's because he's asking permission. And when mm-hmm. you are in charge, you're the one who gives permission. Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm 100% against girls proposing. Yeah. Not because I'm not, like, I mean, I don't really care about, like, feminism or anything mm-hmm. else like that. But I just think feminism's, f- feminists give it away the moment that they say that they can ask the guy. Mm-hmm. Because when you ask, that means that you're pointing to the person who has authority in the relationship. Oh. So that's why, for me, and that's mm-hmm. not necessarily the question you're asking. But, like, yeah. that's why guys need to propose is because yeah. they need to give the permission. Yeah. And the girl needs to give the permission. Mm-hmm. She's in charge. So, I, and that's why the girls pull the first move, too, because mm-hmm. you're basically giving him permission to, like, hold your hand. Yeah, and she's showing, I think, too, that we taught, in your podcast, you talked about guys are more physical oh, yeah. in general. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and girls, they do have to give that permission because they want more of an emotional connection, and so they want to have, like, a deep conversation with the guy first, you know, before mm-hmm. they're like, okay, yeah. I like him. We connect. That's what they're looking for. We connect emotionally. Now, okay, I'll bump his shoulder. I'll, like, tap his hand so that he knows that he can make that move. Um, but, yeah, guys might forget that they that that's what girls are looking for first, mm-hmm. and they move a little too fast. They haven't. The girl hasn't felt that connection yet emotionally. And I think that's the other thing, too, is we, we really do, like, complete each other that way, mm-hmm. like, guys and girls, because yeah. guys start with that physical, mm-hmm. and then when they get commitment is when they have the emotional connection. Yeah. And girls are opposite. They start with the emotional, and when they get the physical, um, that's when they get the commitment. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, NICMOs are noncommittal makeouts for our mm-hmm. friends who don't know the, the um, acronym, mm-hmm. but uh, that's why they're so bad. Yeah. It's because for a guy, a guy can do that and feel nothing. Yeah. Like, you can just feel excited and whatever, mm-hmm. all the random chemicals that go through your body. Yeah. Um, hormones or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But girls, like, that makes them committed yeah. to it. And so yeah. there's not very many girls that just go around, like, there are definitely some girls that go around in NICMO, mm-hmm. but it's definitely way more guys. Yeah. And girls usually are at least into the person. Yeah. Whereas the guy might just be like, oh, she's she's hot, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and so I think that's where we get away from things is if if, if you're a guy and you feel like, the relationship has been going well, mm-hmm. but it's not progressing, then that probably means that you need to have more of an emotional connection with the mm-hmm. girl. And if you're the girl 
and you feel like it's going well, but you know, you don't have as much commitment. You probably need a more physical relationship with the guy. Oh yeah. And so guys should know that and realize, look, like physical things are great. I get that you like it because mm-hmm. I, I like it too, mm-hmm. but you need to make sure that like you're committed before yeah. you do it. Yeah. Cause like you just, it's just so It's awful, just better man. that way. You got to trust the process. Like it's a dating is a process, right? Yeah. It's for the guy. It's having a girl move up your list. And for a girl, it's adding a guy to your blank space, but it's a process. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And if you don't, yeah, give it time to make that emotional connection and that physical connection, it's just not going to work. It's not going to last. So this has been really good advice and I'm excited. I feel like I have a better grasp. Do you feel like having this knowledge will negatively affect my dating life? Do you think I'll become over analytical now? I think, <laughs> I think if you do it the right way, it can positively impact it. Yeah. I, I joke like with my friends that I talk to this. Mm-hmm. And it's like a party trick when I yeah. talk about this. But yeah. it's nothing I say can help guys at all. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. <laughs> Just because in the end, like, the girl really is giving permission. Mm-hmm. The girl is trying to find something, like, in a puzzle piece. The mm-hmm. guy's really trying to, like, scattershot, you know, and yeah. just find what works. Yeah. And so I think that, like, as the girl in the relationship, you have the ability to, like, decide whether you're mm-hmm. going to let things go. And really, like, you have the superpower mm-hmm. of, of making it work. Um, and so I think if you just are confident that, like, this guy asked me out, like, he's into me. And if you're into him, too. Like, I think it'll simplify things a lot. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to other girls about it. And for the most part, most of them say it simplifies things a lot. Yeah. But I would just say just don't overthink it. Like, if he asks you out, he's into you. Okay. I won't overthink it anymore. <laughs> easier said <laughs> oh, than done. Oh, so much easier said than done. So much easier said than done. Yeah, but I hope that this helps my listeners and your listeners. Feel free to tell them to come to Kenna's Corner as well. But seriously, everyone that listens to Kenneth's Corner, go check out his podcast as well. This is science, dot, 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 sort of, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. By Bridger Esplin. He's a genius, and he's, he oh, goes way more in depth on, on his podcast. So thank you so much for joining. Oh, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having me. It's been a minute <laughs> since I've made a podcast, so this yeah. is super fun. Hopefully this will motivate you to get started again. I, I need to. I we, need to. We need to. We need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the girls and probably the guys, too, but... Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe, all that stuff. And we'll talk to you next time.